listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulikit Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello there. Hi. Good morning. I shouldn't say good morning because this could, I don't know. I don't know who would listen to this to wind down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bizarre. feel like today it's morning energy. Okay, great. And I have to ask you something, Steffi. And yeah. just, I mean, I know we can't ask the listeners like right now to respond to us, but please let us know in our cool DMs. If we could do like live calling one day. Yes, yeah. that would be very cool. But I was having a shower this morning. That's and good. Yeah, yes, <laughs> because I have to say that because I feel like this podcast, yeah. by my own doing, You're a bit gross. makes me seem very unhygienic. <laughs> I have good hygiene, yeah, you okay? Anyway, so I was having a shower this morning and mm. I was just thinking, do you, where do you put soap when you have a shower? What do you mean? Like when you have a shower, yeah. I put soap in my bits, in my underarms, yeah, and that's all. When you say your bits, do you wash the underneath of your boob? You don't even <laughs> I was trying to get you there. I was trying to get you there because when you said bits, you went like this. No. And I was like, hang on, so you need to wash your boobs so you don't wash your bra. But that's okay. We'll go back to the washing of the bits. So do you use a, a, like a like a gel or like a soap bar? Uh no, a gel. Okay. A soap bar, no. Okay. So Relax. I feel like a soap bar reminds me of when we grew up, we had a soap bar in our house. Yeah. And I was always jealous of my friends who had gel. Body wash gel. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I kind of like both. I, I mix soap gels it. give unhygienic to me. Not what? Gel, sorry, bars because they just sit in the same. They remind me of yeah, but you you like you in the caravan park. You don't just get it straight. And off they had the little sh- hairs on it. Well, we're not sharing <laughs> one from the caravan. Okay, this is going off topic. Anyway, anyway point is, where do you, so you're saying underarms yeah. and your your, yeah. your bits like yeah. your butt and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Do you put soap anywhere else? No, actually, you know what's really funny about this? I've had this conversation, Bailey, in our team, yeah. also my sister-in-law, she, with soap, washes her like entire legs and arms, like her entire body. And I've watched Josh in the shower too. He's the same. He like, they, they scrub up their entire body. And so I'm this like, is, that so is, this is what I was thinking about yeah, this morning. Yeah. I'm like, my back, my top back, for example. Yeah. I'll just, just sometimes, some, if nah, I'm really me, sweaty, if oh, I'm really sweaty, yeah. I'll get my shoulders. And in my mind, if I've got enough soap on my shoulders, the water will run the soap down my back. Oh, um, when I wash my hair. Yeah. Because otherwise, I was yeah. just thinking this oh, morning, yeah, my upper back yeah. has never been washed with <laughs> soap. <laughs> has Dawn never washed your back? No, oh. I, I hate having a shower with my husband. Oh. I love my husband. I feel like Wait, movies make. Got, well, I, we only have very, one head. Yeah, that's oh, sorry, I've Steph got two shower heads. Pants, the shower yes. two shower heads. And I will say, it is area. the only <laughs> when we had one shower head. I completely understand. He would just steal all the water. You just and also, I it's like in movies and everything. It's like oh, let's it's have not a shower sexy together. at all. I'm like, get out of my shower. Yeah. It's my space. Yeah, I like the water much warmer. Same. I like almost not boiling. Boiling, but, but hot. hot, hot, hot. Dalton, I'm like, are we having a cold shower? Like, are we doing cold, whatever it's called, plunging? Anyway, I, he annoys yeah. me and I stand, I stand under the shower. I get like my hands and then I just splash the water on me. It's really weird. Wait, so you don't even have a shower? No, I just like stand with my hands in it and then I go, <laughs> I'm, I'm a 
weird. Anyway, dryers tells an insane, but I'm like, this is my shower. Yeah, you do. Anyway. You do you. Um, but no, I am the same. I wash my underarms, my boobs. Again, if it's been like after a workout and yeah. I'm super sweaty, I'll, I'll do like my shoulders, like top of my, you know, back. Yes. But not to the point where legs. I can't reach anymore. No, the only time I wash my legs is when I'm shaving. Like, but you don't use soap when you sh- I Laura, don't. your legs would literally never get soap on them. I just realised this. If you don't wash your legs and then you've also admitted to not using soap when you shave. N- what did it mean admitted? Well, that's just weird to me. Like, how, admitted? How, that's how does normal. the razor not go? No. Shave cream reminds me of for no, men's shave cream. I'm talking just soap. Like, body, just Not soap. Dry my legs out as I shave them. Already drying them out by taking off layers of skin. When you shave, I would not want to put more drying out things. So, your legs... Never they are see dry. Soap. <laughs> They're very dry. <laughs> they never it's not like I've got these perfect soft legs. They're dry. Your girl doesn't really moisturize. I can't. I, wait, your your legs would get sweaty. You're a runner, like, and you don't yeah. soap up your legs at all. No, I just let water down, run down. Them. Interesting. Yeah, just uh, anyway. So I just wanted to ask you. Yeah, good. No, good. <laughs> yep. So I don't know if that made you sound any less or more gross. Maybe, maybe more. My back has never had soap. Your on back it. and from your my, legs from my hair <laughs> and my legs. Anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, if you, uh, you know, we have to do a poll in our stories. Yeah. Do you wash? Your whole body with soap mm. or just your bits? Yes. Yeah. Because no. I, I don't think a lot of Except, soap. you know, be very careful oh, with, your, with your... Oh, yeah, don't put soap there. right up no. there. That'll give you uh, a thrush. thrush. Yes. Yeah, definitely, because it mm. uh, is a non-balance... And, uh, not unbalances or not? Yes. It unbalances the pH. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. You learn something every time you listen, guys. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. If you're I a new like listener... If you've had thrush, you'd learn how to never yeah, get true. it again. So it true. is the worst. Um, but if you're a new listener, we, we do talk about more than just showers. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times you wash things. Um, welcome. <laughs> and you know what? Before we get into the podcast officially, yes. we have got a kick update for you. Yes. For anyone that didn't know this, we have new recipes dropping into the app every single Sunday. Two new recipes every single week. Of the, uh, and I have to say, they're delicious. The other day, I mm. saw you make the one pan Thai green chicken. Yeah. And do you know what? It was about time because one for everyone listening that yeah. maybe doesn't know, Kick does one pan very well. We do. We. I feel like they are. Well, we know they are our community's favorites. They really they're your are. favorites. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah, it does. And we didn't have a one pan green curry. Yeah, I know. And, and green curry loves a green curry is an essential. It really and is. And now. There is one, and I saw you make it the other day. I and did. It looked so good. I did. However, I didn't make it with the Marylands, which was the chicken oh, the type of chicken. Yes, I just used um, what are they called? Thigh. Probably breast for me. <laughs> no. no, that's not. That's different. Breast in a one pan, you got to like cut it because it, it's a bit stent- too. Anyway, um, yes, <laughs> that's one of the recipes that just launched this month. Um, but we've also had Greek meatballs with tzatziki, teriyaki chicken balls, and a back to basics burger, which is so yum. So as you can hear, we love our Food. kind of traditional <laughs> foods and making a kick spin on them. So we hope that you guys love these recipes. As I said, they we have two new ones every single week. Um, and we have a seven-day free trial. If anyone's interested in trying kick, we'd love to have you. You want to have a one-pan one pan wonder this week? There's a lot. You can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds heavy. 
Okay, so I was talking to you about something and I wasn't sure if I was going to share this on the podcast because I'm very mindful of sharing anything that involves, you know, people outside of myself. Um, However, I'm going to completely own up to something. This is all on me, so I feel like I just need to kind of vent for my own sake to move through it. Um, But Josh and I, we... We're a great team in, on most days. And when I talk to team, I mean the way that we parent our little family unit. Um, however, what I've noticed recently, and I've been doing it basically ever since Harvey was born, and I know a lot of mums um, that I've spoken to can relate to this, of like wanting to control everything, mm. um, which is weird for me because I'm not, I'm not usually that kind of person, like in every other aspect of my life. I don't mind not being in complete control. Um, However, with this, I think there's a part of me that envies the amount of time that Josh gets to spend with Harvey. And so in my mind, for me to make sure that I'm bringing enough, I suppose, parenting to the table, which when I say it out loud, I'm like, sounds silly, but I go in overdrive when it comes to researching parenting, like how we should deal with their tantrums and their crying and stuff, because I just want to make sure that we're doing it right. And the thing that we've, I suppose, which I'm sure lots of parents, um, you know, with partners can relate to, um, struggled with is just making sure that we align on everything. And it doesn't, what I think I've realized is aligning on everything or aligning on most things doesn't mean you do everything the same way, Mm. but like ultimately you have the same goal for the outcome. But I think what I've been doing lately and a lot more lately, because we are dealing with some like tantrums and a lot of screaming and he's very stubborn and, um, he has a very loud voice for us, for a small (laughs) boy. Yes. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's testing us at the moment. And I feel like Josh and I are dealing with it a little bit differently. And I think what I needed to remind myself of was that I am not there with Harvey Monday to Friday all day like Josh is. So when I am there and we are together and I see that Josh's fuse might be a little shorter than mine, of course it is. Like, of course it is. He's been, he's probably been tested all day, all week. Um, And Harvey does play off of the both of us. And I think that is because there's things that we do slightly different Um, and neither is right or wrong. And I think I'm getting to this point where I really need to I need to find the best way and I think I need to go back to you. Do you remember when I first came back to work? Yes, the notes. You yes. read it in your notes but you didn't send it. Yes. Yeah, you would see you would see Josh doing something yeah. or whatever yeah. and then you'd be like, yeah. I don't agree. Yeah. And then instead of – you'd write a message to him but you yeah. wouldn't listen <laughs> to yourself. It. Yeah. I think I need to go back to that because I think what I've been doing lately is like speaking up, thinking like it's really good if we align and like talk about this. Mm. But I'm doing it in a way that's like making him feel like what he's doing is wrong. And I don't want that at all because I think if the situation was in reverse and I was spending all of this extra time with Harvey and he was turning around telling me how to parent, I would react like probably way, way, like Mm. way worse, way more defensive than he has been. So um, I just wanted to put that out there for anyone that might be feeling the same way, um, whether you're you know, the one at home or not, and you feel like you want to be in control or you feel like you, I don't know, have this like weird tension between you and your partner and stuff like that. I think it is just about 
really reminding ourselves that there's no right or wrong way to parent. Of course, you got to align on the, the important things and the big things, but I really need to take a step back and like let him mm-hmm. do his thing because it, it kind of kills me the fact that like I might be making him feel like he's doing something wrong kills me because there's enough noise out there that tells us that as parents that we're doing the wrong thing. So I don't want to be like be his partner and be doing that. And, um, he's really, he really is killing it and he's the best dad in the entire world. And I want him to know that and believe that and feel that. So I feel like I just need to, yeah, go back to the writing of the notes and process them that way. Um, and just kind of put myself in his shoes so hard I feel like there's also just so much in like compared mm-hmm. to when we were raised there yeah. was like three books it's prob- true probably more but this is like books in the library that was yeah. kind of the extent of it and they were very different to what they are now right oh yeah and now there's so many resources and there's so which is great mm. but I can just imagine it would be overwhelming and I was, I was watching uh, Ash Pollard's story the mm. other day did you watch it Had you mm. you haven't seen it? okay so Ash um, has been on the kick bump podcast she's mm. been a friend of ours for quite a few years and she's had two kids in three years yeah and I was watching her story the other day and she was talking about like she she drove away and she literally was like crying and just so which she shared on socials which she I thought shares was, a lot of like that stuff on socials like, and I really liked it yeah I was like this is like so often Honest. I think we think, oh, if like, I know if I have a share, if I'm upset or whatever, you mm. think like, oh, I'm being a victim or whatever. But mm. it's also like, no, you're making people feel not alone. Yeah. Or it's not also, it is. It's making people feel not alone in that moment. And for Ash, she, she explained a situation where she, you know, all day she's with her two girls mm. and then she done, she cooks for them, whatever. And then they just get angry for no reason and yell and scream at her and say mean things to her. Mm. And she just started crying. And she was like, I... I, and I, I was watching and I was like, I don't like patience mm. as a parent must mm. be that most difficult thing in the whole entire world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my God. Yeah. And it's, it, it also depends on where your cup is at too, because mm. I feel like some days I have all the patience in the world and he could do anything. And I'd be like, this is in, mm. I can breathe through this mentally. I'm like, Oh my God, just do it. Like just put your freaking shoes on. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily react. Whereas other days I am so much closer to erupting. And it's not that I I don't like, there is absolutely times where Mm -hmm. I'll yell or scream and, and this like feeling of, it just like feels, I can't explain it, but you just feel so shit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so shit. And so I think because I know that feeling, I think what I'm worried about is that maybe now what I've done in trying to have these conversations with Josh is I'm now inflicting that feeling on him. It's like not even something he has to feel Mm. internally, externally someone is making him feel that. So it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not good. Um, And I just wanted to talk about it because I feel really bad. Thank you for sharing that. I feel like a lot of people will, will relate. I can't imagine how hard it would be. And I know too with Harves, Harves is cheekier when it's two of you, isn't it? Isn't he? Wait, he like, doesn't. Yeah, he's not absolutely. Well, not that he's naughty, but he doesn't scream as much when it's just Josh. Yeah, does he? It's when yeah. it's both of you that. So that would make it even harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four. Okay, we have a DNM, and if you'd ever like to get involved with the podcast, you can slide into our DMs at Kickbox with a DM. Instagram. No, we we answer with a D. Yeah. With, I don't know. Just go. <laughs> They're the same thing to me, like Eminem. Um, okay, this one. 
Hey girls, absolutely love your podcast. Thanks. Just writing in for some advice. I work a full-time job in a male-dominated industry and have been in this role for two years. I'm completing my master's outside of work. Amazing. Wow. While this is a balancing act, I find it so rewarding. I often end up working overtime because of travel without any extra time in lieu, pay or recognition. This usually isn't a big deal, but it's starting to take its toll. To add to this, my manager doesn't support the fact that I'm doing my master's outside of work as they think it's a distraction to my job. We recently had a new team member join us in the same role as me. He's male and also studying, except he uses work time to study for his postgrad diploma. I have a feeling he's being paid more than me, even though we have the same experience. I can't help but wonder... Is it because I'm female? Should I try asking again for hours to study, previously been shut down, or to be remunerated fairly, or is it time to move on? Oh, that is such a hard one, and it's also so Mm. common. Mm. Oh, I think, I mean, it really depends on, in terms of the study, I think what the master's is. I think if it's supportive of the work that you do, I think it's it's a balance, right? Like, we have people in our team yeah. that have study and they also have kick work, but they need to get, as a full-time employee, obviously you need to get your role finished yeah. for what you're hired to do. And then obviously study usually would fall out of work hours yeah. pending on what it is. But if you need time to, you know, our, our team, if you, I hope that if you did need time to do extra study or you had exams or whatever, you yeah, which we've had those off, conversations and your team would be open to you taking the yeah. day off to do that. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one thing. I think the thing that's really difficult is that if your male counterpart in the same role as you is studying mm. and doesn't have the same, I suppose, feelings of if he's doing it in work hours, so he has different privileges than you, I mm. think it's really important to mm. talk about that. And then I think in terms of your pay conversation, it is a really tough one to go in if you don't know how much he's being paid. Mm. I think if you go in to your managers and say, I think he's being paid more than me, can you pay me the same? That's a tough one because mm. I think in usually in pay conversations, you'd need to come in. And obviously it is completely, I don't know what industry you work in. Mm. I'm, well, it's a male dominated industry, obviously. It's really, really difficult. I know I have so many friends who work in very male dominated industries like construction, for example, that I know have been paid significantly less than their male counterparts. And that seems like it's built in yeah. to the industry. And it's like that, that is, there's so many problems with that, right? And that has, that's systematic and it has to, has to change. I think for you, I would have a conversation with your manager about having a salary increase, but I wouldn't put it towards this person gets paid more, more than me. It's for the value that you add to that company. That's how I would approach it. Mm. I think if you then know that your male counterpart is paid more than you and they aren't willing to pay you anymore, then I would start looking for another job. It's really important you feel valued in your role. Yeah. Depending on the industry and role that you have, there are roles and, and most roles that are outside nine to five. Mm. And that's the part of that's a big part of having a full time job yeah. is that yes, of course it's so important that you have balance, but sometimes there are busier times and it seeps out it of those hours. Good. I think if you're traveling, you know, every single weekend, you need to talk to your um your work mm. about how is this going to be you know, during take. the week? How yeah. can you give and take? Exactly. Give and take has to be equal. And that's the most important thing mm. in a workplace. And it's also really, really important to us at Kick. Mm. So that would be my biggest advice. So ask 
for a salary increase if that's something that you if you feel that you are not fairly being compensated within your yeah. role and you think that if you went and got another job you could be paid more in a job that you valued as much and you learned in as much etc yeah then ask for the salary increase if you don't get it then I would consider looking for another job it's it's really hard especially if you're I often think and, and talk to my friends about this one of my friends had a situation where she was kind of similar to this and she but she knew for sure there was about five of her male team members that were paid more and it was they were treated differently and except that the hardest thing in her situation was her bosses all of the whole leadership executive team in her office were males mm. and it's one of those things that, and this is where it's so I'm so perplexed against this and, and it's difficult because there's part of you that wants to go and stand up and say this is wrong mm. but then also because of the way that the system is often and this is and I hate even saying this out loud but if, if we complain in those the the, pro- the systems where it's so so there's so much gender bias. At what's difficult in there is that they then say, okay, you're mm. I don't want to deal with you, mm. and then you'll be disadvantaged. Mm. And so it's this balance that mm. sucks, and it's like it's why we need more like people to come together to be able to change. It's really mm. important, and I don't want to say like shy away from it no. because then it's never going to change. But yeah. it's also it does you have to also think about your career and yourself and how to kind of, I suppose, play the system, yeah. but also try and change it at the same time. And yeah. geez, it is tough being a, w- a woman yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Still. <laughs> so I hope, I hope that helped a little bit. I'm so sorry to hear mm. that, that you're going through that. Have the conversation and then also start, even if you start looking in the background anyway, yeah. it might not mean that you have to ch- you change jobs straight away, mm. but just start looking. So then Where you have options. more options and yeah. you know what your options are and you can understand like what salary you could get elsewhere and then also what learnings you could get in other jobs. Mm. And good luck on your masters. One day I... Maybe we'll sit still through that, but <laughs> the day is not yet. <laughs> so, yes. Debbie, what yes. have you got for us this week? Okay. So, we are very fortunate, extremely fortunate to receive the holiday package from Mecca. And this year, not only did I get some of my absolute favorite brands, but there was one brand in particular that I don't know why it's taking me so long to try because I've seen so many people rave about it. Oh, what is it? But then I just, I don't know, maybe I already had something that I was using that was similar and so I just hadn't thought to try it, but it was in my holiday package. So I was like, now's the time to try it. Um, and it's Glow Recipe, the like watermelon-y, smelly, oh. the pink, oh my God, curly bottle. You've never tried that? No. <gasps> I know. They have a water, they have a banana souffle. Do you, oh. I've spoken about it on here before. A banana souffle moisturizer. Oh, that is, it smells like banana souffle. And there's water, they have a beautiful watermelon. Yeah. So the thing that I love the most is the watermelon glow. I'm going to sh- really butcher this word, but niacinamide. Oh, niacinamide. Yep, exactly. Dew drops. Oh, yes. And their moisturizer is also amazing, but these dew Everything smells amazing and I feel like instant glow and just I'm like now I see why people under makeup love them. Yeah. But now I see but also by themselves. Like I was wearing it by itself on the weekend and it felt very glowy. It smells amazing. Like I feel like a lolly. 
I love things that smell like lollies. Oh, but yeah, I just like, it was just one of those moments where I was really happy because sometimes things trend and then you try it and you're a little disappointed. I was not disappointed with this one. So amazing. If you love trying new skincare, because I certainly do, <laughs> um, Glow Recipe, Watermelon Glow. Jimmy amazing. Drums. Glow, glow, glow. I, I don't think I've ever heard you say glow so yes. many times. <laughs> Well, that's you? a very good one. What's okay, special, so mine is a podcast. It's an episode of The Imperfects. Mm-hmm. It has been, considering it's like how much I speak about it, mm. I feel like I haven't recommended The Imperfects for a while, so mm. <laughs> I'm back here. It's an episode with Dr. Emily, and it's called Dr. Emily, Who Do You Desire? I was and, listening to that this morning. Oh, were you? Yeah. It's about the concept of mimetic desire, the idea that whether we like it or not, pure originality is impossible and all of us are influenced by someone Mm. and it is it's not for anyone that maybe gets stuck in the comparison Mm. trap and doesn't like being influenced by things Mm. it doesn't give you the answer on how not to be because I think what it really well what Dr. Emily speaks to is that that we're conditioned Mm. to take inspiration and want things because other people Mm. want or like them but what I really liked and what it was a reminder of, of being really cautious of who the people are that are influencing us. Mm-hmm. And that is the most important thing. Mm. It's so true. And I loved like when they even reflected, I think Hugh reflected on like a girl that he dated in like year seven yes. and he told his friends and then none of them liked her. So then he just went and broke up with her. And like, obviously as an adult, you're like, well, that's really harsh. But like as kids, that, that kind of thing happened all the time because you were so influenced by that what everyone happen. else liked. I would say that would happen as adults. Oh, if probably. You absolutely. Introduce, yeah. If you had a partner and you introduced yep. them to your friends and family, yeah. I was talking to someone the other day that had this exact thing oh. and the, the person met their mum yeah and the, they care so much about their mum's opinion which is absolutely that fair enough and their fine opinion on them that they said that from that point they couldn't see anything else except all the things their mum oh, picked out as white but I, so I get hard. it yeah but, but I get it, is, it. Yeah. and it's like if you took a someone home to your group of friends yeah. that you really valued their opinion because obviously you're not you don't value everyone's opinion of the on yeah. the internet so if yeah. I posted it and no, I'm not going to get a new boyfriend I'm like <laughs> a good husband but if I posted something that I loved on my Instagram yeah everyone said like people that I didn't know said I hate this yeah I have the people in my life that I care if they like it or not, depending on what it is. If it's shoes, I'll wear them, whatever. It doesn't matter. But you know what I mean? If it's something like important. And, but, but if you took someone home Mm. to the group of people whose opinions you value most and they all say, Mm. we don't like them. So true. Still would affect you. Exactly. It's very anyway. interesting. I agree. Listen to the podcast. It's good. I mean, it's, it's good, good, but you kind of also leave it like, well, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> No, you leave it like, well, who should I be influenced by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that is something we are in control of. So yeah. it's a very good reminder of That's that. That's true. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will be back in your ears on Wednesday. Have a wonderful day or night or evening whenever night is evening morning (laughs) whenever you're listening to this afternoon you can get in contact with us through our instagram at kickpod slide into our dms we love 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 to hear from you you can follow us on there too we share all the behind the scenes of the pod and all of our video snippets and if you want to try anything out at kick we have got a seven day free trial the link is in our show notes Mm. or you can just search kic on the app store or on google you will find us Lots of love. Bye. Bye.